to the Fat, a horror titan radio show. Uh, today I'm joined by Lena. Hello. Hi. And we're going to be talking about Black Christmas from mm-hmm. 1974. Um, first off, um, thank you for joining me again. <laughs> yeah, I'm happy to yeah. be here again. Mm-hmm. It's our last show of like the semester. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, uh, what? I'm not sure. Like, what do you think of the movie? This is your first yeah. time I've watched this before. Really? Uh, the remake just came out last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second remake. There's another one from 2006. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, for me, well, I usually don't watch um, horror movies that are based around holiday seasons. Okay. I always just automatically, in my mind, dubbed it as, like, a cheesy idea like oh, so okay. like not just um christmas too i remember my bloody valentine which is mm-hmm. basically around um valentine's day yeah. i don't know i'm just never found one that caught my eye yeah. but this one was really interesting yeah. um i really like how it was based in a sorority house mm-hmm. um and i really like the fact that a lot of them were really confused about who the caller was. Mm-hmm. Um, once I saw that first phone ring in the yeah. beginning, I was like, oh, it's one of those. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I know it's like <laughs> like when a stranger calls time. Yeah. Um, so I did some background research, and like I said, I found out this movie was released in um, 1974. Yeah, for uh, all so, of those. <laughs> mm-hmm. So this is about like 15 or 10 years um, before that popular um, urban folk legend came out and mm-hmm. so this urban folk legend came out I want to say in the early 1960s mm-hmm. about um, getting a strange call from the inside of your house yeah. but it's situated with the babysitter mm-hmm. uh, watching children and each variation of this um, folklore has a different ending but the call is usually always calling from inside the house so yeah. I've heard of this folklore before and I've seen parodies of it obviously yeah. scream, scream um, scary movies yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. but like to see where <clears throat> it first originated and in, in, in the horror scene was mm-hmm. actually pretty interesting so I, I'm That's glad cool. that you recommended it yeah mm-hmm. definitely I'm, I'm glad mm-hmm. you uh, enjoyed it for that mm-hmm. aspect um, yeah, honestly, uh, I had heard about this movie, like, last year, and I was like, mm-hmm. okay. I, I never really had same yeah. similar, like, holiday movies, or holiday horror movies. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, and plus it was from 74, so I was like, yeah. okay, uh, older movie, mm-hmm. uh, we'll see. But then they're hit or misses sometimes, because yeah. some things don't age that well. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but I liked the like the there's a whole genre of the mm-hmm. sorority houses too yeah 
but I like how this one it doesn't feel like the characters like they respected the characters yeah. like it wasn't exploitive in a way where mm. they were like in the 80s yeah. you know, or even like I think was I think Halloween came out like a year or two after mm. this uh, four years after in yeah. 78 so like Yuri started getting like this nudity that's not yeah. supposed to like it doesn't make sense yeah. it's just there uh, but yeah I like how the characters are smart they're not like no. doing anything like randomly like stupid like mm-hmm. it's a whole mystery thing yeah. too like I, I love the mystery yeah. aspect to it um, so yeah I, it just immediately mm-hmm. grabbed me yeah um, that's that's actually really interesting I never thought of it before um, about how like sororities have often been depicted in horror movies mm-hmm. um really kind of sexualized and even though in this movie in black christmas they do talk about a lot of sexual things (laughs) um the women themselves in it aren't sexualized so i I really like that about it now that you like talked about the sorority component and Mm -hmm. how they have historically been presented in horror movies like yeah it was really different yeah they have Mm -hmm. a sexuality they have Mm -hmm. sex they talk about Mm -hmm. it but it's not for the audience to be like yeah, it's not for like. Mm-hmm. It's not yeah. for them. Yeah. It's it's literally for the characters talking about those things. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. for their enjoyment, yeah. not us. Mm-hmm. And it's also funny because okay, so if we can get to like the sexual aspect, mm-hmm. I love this particular scene where uh, the dad of the missing girl goes into the sorority house, and there's like a poster of like the <laughs> peace sign. Yeah, and she the covered peace. it. Yeah, there's a. Uh, I'll see if I can. Maybe that'll be the cover of the show. Oh, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, it's like a peace sign. These two people are having sex. Mm-hmm. It, it's amazing, um, but yeah, like it's also this idea that parents don't expect their kids to have sex, yeah. or especially for women, it's like no, mm-hmm. you can't have sex until you're married yeah. or whatever. Um, I I liked um, I like how they play around with mm-hmm. like different characters and expectations, um, or even I forgot the name of the. Uh, the the lady that's oh, in charge Miss, of them. Miss Mac, yeah. Yeah, Miss mm-hmm. Mac. You always have to have <laughs> yeah, she, one person that's just drunk, always yeah, drinking. Can't, like, like, I can't deal with this shit. Yeah, like, she's like everywhere, like everywhere in the sorority house. Mm-hmm. She has a hidden like alcoholic beverage yeah. or liquor and I never really understood it because mm-hmm. the sorority girls themselves drink a lot yeah. so I'm like why do you have to hide it though but I just like personal stash yeah. otherwise oh, <laughs> they're, they're that's gonna drink true. it um, oh. yeah but that also now that I remember it I just re- uh, rewatched Nightmare on Elm mm-hmm. on Halloween and like that's the same thing with the mom she's yeah. always drinking like mm-hmm. she doesn't like her marriage she yeah. doesn't like her life she's yeah. just I'm drinking to get through this. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, that's totally true. Like, for me, I see, um, because the movie was released in the 70s. I'm thinking about the 60s. Before mm. that, um, they have a lot of things going on with the culture wars. Yeah. So as far as, you know, desegregation was introduced. Yeah. So instead of segregated areas, you have a lot of racially mixed mm-hmm. areas rising. Um, people were asking for rights. Yeah. LGBT, women, African Americans, mm-hmm. other minorities yeah. were asking for, for, for rights. And a lot of people... 
thought it was disruptive of mm. the, the American family structure. Yeah. Um, and so that's it's something very new, something different from what they knew about. Mm. And um, I think her name was Claire, the one who went missing. Yeah. Um, and her father, I feel like his whole anti-drinking, anti-sexuality, mm-hmm. or like, I didn't send my daughter to this school to, <laughs> to drink yeah. and have sex. Yeah. It's kind of a response to a larger thing that was happening at the time. Yeah. And I think mm-hmm. also, like, I'm not sure how much of this, too. Like, mm-hmm. definitely the whole uh, background of the culture, mm-hmm. but, like, also college. Yeah. That's the first time that, or at least with all these mm-hmm. girls, it seems like they live at the sorority house. Uh, they're um, they're not living with their parents. Yeah. So it's the first time that they actually get that freedom mm-hmm. to be away from all those restrictions. Mm-hmm. Um, and now that you bring that all up, like, I, I didn't know this was the first time I watched it, but there's a conflict even within the girls because you have the girls from the town yeah. and then you have the girls from the city. Yeah. And, like, how, like, the differences of, like... Uh, yeah, yeah, okay, so I guess we can set up, like, the... Because we haven't even talked yeah. about, like... What, so, like, we've brushed on it, but, like, the killer is in the house. Mm-hmm. But what's unique about this one is that I, I, I don't want to, like, put any, like... I want to say that they have, like, some type of mental... Yeah. disability like that's what or like something what because painting yeah mm-hmm. um maybe like did like multiple yeah. uh dissociative identity mm-hmm. disorder uh because they have multiple voices yeah. uh and they're consistently calling the, the sorority girls yeah. because i were they like oh like doing like sexual like really yeah. like Comments, <laughs> yeah. moaner. They called him a moaner. Oh yeah, yeah. moaner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so like that's like the whole thing that's that's in the background mm-hmm. of this movie. You get a bunch of calls where he's just breathing into the mm-hmm. into the into the um, was it the phone? Um, and uh, and so like when you're having like this whole uh, oh I think one of the girls makes a comment like oh I handle those like twice every day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like I think that's also like interesting like between like i've only seen uh the one from 2019 mm-hmm. and the 74 black christmas but it seems like each movie deals with like or like it's framing it through like uh, the woman's perspective yeah. on like what they have to deal with yeah. and like another background of this movie is um the uh was it? i think jess bradford uh, yeah. the main girl yeah. she's pregnant and she's mm-hmm. fighting with her boyfriend mm-hmm. over whether to keep the baby or not yeah. and uh, so you have this issue of like uh, reproductive like rights. Mm-hmm. You have uh, the issue of like moaners or like like yeah. being mm, we got like uh, like just like yeah. you're being like who, who, like perverted or associated yeah. with mental illness. There's a difference between prank calls yeah. and then getting called and consistently yeah. and then having all these sexual remarks mm-hmm. being. Uh, towards you. So in a way it presents a lot of women issues. I know mm-hmm. you said in the beginning um, you know you were scared that this movie did take place in 1974 so yeah. you weren't sure if it aged well. Yeah. I think it aged quite nicely mm-hmm. um, because these are a lot of issues that are still with us today. Yeah. Um, especially with the harassment of women cat calls mm-hmm. yeah. stalking. Mm-hmm. A lot of the stuff is still prevalent today. Yeah. Uh, but some of the words in there I can d- deal without, like the C word. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, you didn't have to say that. But, <laughs> but <laughs> we get the point. But, yeah, mm-hmm. but, uh-huh. yeah like, to me, I want to touch a little bit on the mental illness part. Yeah. So, um, like how you said, um, there these uh, group of 
sorority girls are getting these strange calls mm -hmm. from a man who's already placed inside the house. Yeah. Um, and he's doing the, these calls from the attic area. Mm -hmm. And as soon as he thinks that he may be caught, that he's living or that he's just in the in the sorority house, um, he slowly takes a life one by one of the the person who might you know expose him yeah. for like what he's doing. Mm -hmm. um, and then towards the end, they get the police involved, yeah. and the police begins to suspect Jess's boyfriend, mm -hmm. uh, Peter. Yeah. And um, during the during him being in suspicion, a lot of things were coming up around mental illness. Yeah. They're like, well, is Peter neurotic? Mm -hmm. How did he respond to that fight? Yeah. Um, and then, again, in the 70s, I wouldn't say again, that's like 15 years from a huge change mm -hmm. in the, the psych industry. Yeah. Right, like not too long ago, before this movie came out, mm -hmm. homosexuality was considered a psychological illness. Yeah. Um. So in this time, you do see a fear of, of I want to say of the monsters, being us. Mm. The fact that um, people are capable of doing monstrous things like serial killing, and this yeah. is really where the rise of the si serial killer genre manifests from. Mm. It's a response to, um the lack of care and attention to the psych um, as in psychiatric um, medical fields mm -hmm. um, because for so long we have not, we've denied these people with mental illness the right to have a mental illness. We were always associated with something else mm -hmm. or something bad. Yeah. And so the response to that is the creation of the, the serial killer, yeah. which kind of probe a lot of people think, I can't believe or, us as humans are capable of, of doing these things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's another thing that now that I'm starting to think mm -hmm. about because uh, I mentioned before in the show, I'm not sure, but like, okay, the representation of like uh, villains who, mm -hmm. it's not that they identify yeah. as trans, but uh, like Clans of Lambs, yeah. um, I'm trying to remember like the other one, Sleepaway Camp yes. and Psycho. Yeah, Psycho. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so like, you have these people who uh, are performing a different gender and than the one that you expect them to mm -hmm. because of their sex that, and they're people to be feared. Mm -hmm. uh, but usually in combination with that, they're usually viewed as having a mental illness. Yeah, like deviant bodies. Yeah. The people who are other from the average human. Mm -hmm. They're starting to be depicted in at least a horror genre yeah. as people to really fear. So if you yeah. identify as LGBTQ, yeah. uh, if you identify with a mental illness mm -hmm. or might have some disorder, yeah. now you are the threat. You know, exactly. no longer at these ideas about zombies, mm. um, um, creatures that really don't exist. You know, yeah. zombies, vampires, werewolves. It, yeah, werewolves. It's now turned inwards as mm. a reflection of. Of us, yeah, <laughs> but I think mm -hmm. the problem also is like now that you brought like the, having that whole context, like mm -hmm. shoot, it's like they're pretty much all the horror movies are saying if you have a mental illness, you're a killer and you can't live in society, basically. <laughs> and you, uh, so yeah, uh, basically, in yeah. the look, look back at a lot of uh, the, the horror figures that a lot of us idolize, right? Like, um, uh, Jason Voorhees. 
mm-hmm. Mike Myers. Yeah. Um, who else? I wouldn't say Freddy Cougar. He has some some. Pe- He's very associated with pedophilia, (laughs) which at time was also classified as a mental illness. But Mm -hmm. uh, and then even if they probably don't identify with a mental illness, and Mm -hmm. at this point I want to talk about real serial killers like um, what's his name, Gary Wayne. I'm not big on serial killers. I think his name was like Gary Gary Wayne or something. Yeah, he was serial killers in the in the fifties or or sixties. yeah, and even they are, even though they probably don't identify with these disorders, they're often depicted as mm-hmm. like someone who have these symptoms associated with them. Yeah. But yeah, like for some reason, we can't conceive a serial killer as like they have to have a mental disorder to do what they do. Mm-hmm. Like we can't even think or conceive of a serial killer really without one mm-hmm. or without. Um, having traits of associated with the disorder, both yeah. in reality and in horror, really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not sure. Like, uh, and I guess like this mm-hmm. is like the scariness mm-hmm. of like a- accepting a person that can do such things without yeah. having something, quote-unquote, wrong mm-hmm. with them. Uh, like, to think, yeah, I'm not sure. I guess, like, okay, I guess this makes sense, like, if you think about it in the concept, like, war itself. Like, yeah. these people do not have any type of... Well, they get mental illness from war, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but they don't typically have ones entering it, yeah. or we don't associate, yeah. but they do everything that we associate with a killer. Yeah. And so, I'm not, yeah, that's, shoot. Yeah, that really got me thinking, like, because this is one, <laughs> yeah. one of the one of the earliest serial killer type mm-hmm. movies, yeah. really. Mm-hmm. One of the, yeah, one of the first, yeah. like, slasher ones. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, even, I think, uh, one of the things that uh, a lot of people point out is like you're in the P- POV of the killer mm-hmm. in the beginning of the movie kind of similar to like Halloween oh yes uh, which I'm pretty sure they're doing an homage to mm-hmm. or like copying that um, but yeah I'm not sure like, I'm, I'm trying to think like, we'll, we don't spend too much time with the killer we yeah. just get a couple scenes uh, to say like okay this is where they are mm-hmm. um, this is what they're doing and that's about it yeah. and a lot of the kills are also um, what do you think of the the way that the kills were depicted yeah they're in I like, I like my horror gory Yeah. so I was like kind of sad it wasn't as gory mm-hmm. as I, I like it to be but most of the killings did take place in dim lit areas and you didn't get to see Fully, how they went about killing them, except um Barb. Yeah. So Barb was a girl who was sleeping and mm-hmm. she had an asthma attack yeah. um, after having a quote unquote nightmare that there was a stranger in her room. Yeah. But in fact, there was a stranger in the room. Mm-hmm. It was like the the killer. Yeah, Billy. Yeah, Billy. Yeah. Um. So I thought that was. Yeah, I thought that was. Yeah, you get stabbed by ice. Yeah, <laughs> and get... that. But that's the only scene in which like you brutally I actually see the killing like I don't know yeah. if you recall the cop with his neck slashed yeah, I don't even remember see seeing that like no. we just have a shot and his neck is slashed and like, mm-hmm. oh he's dead yeah I guess it's Billy but most of the killings the you, yeah you don't really see you know? yeah because mm-hmm. uh, there's a trash ba- mm-hmm. or the bag scene yeah. where she gets suffocated mm-hmm. you have the um, 
The um, hanging with um, the Miss Mac. With yeah. Miss Mac. Mm-hmm. You, then you also have um, I'm trying to. The little girl. Yeah. The, yeah. So it's like you, you don't really see too much, but what do you think of also like not knowing who the killer was or like them playing around yeah, with that? Yeah, that was like really weird. Cause at first I was just like, the killer has to be someone who hasn't even been introduced mm-hmm. to us. Because I'm thinking of all the male characters, cause I just assumed the caller was a male character. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking about all the male characters that was presented to us throughout the film, all the boyfriends. A lot mm-hmm. of them were not in the vicinity around the time. Even the boyfriend who was framed mm-hmm. for doing it, Peter, yeah. really ar- wasn't around mm-hmm. for all the times that they received these calls. Which um, kind of, oh, true, true. Yeah, so like, he was, there's this one scene in which his girlfriend, um, Jess, she's talking on the phone, she's receiving a call from the moaner, mm-hmm. and apparently, like, it's coming from behind her. And you yeah. think it's the moaner, but how could it be the moaner if she's on the phone with him? Mm-hmm. And then um, she turns around, and you expect to see the moaner, yeah, but it's exactly. actually her boyfriend. Yeah. So, how is it her boyfriend on the phone mm-hmm. as he's slowly approaching her? Yeah. That don't make sense. So I was just like, and then uh, towards the end, they started to depict, um, um, yeah, Peter mm-hmm. um, as the primary suspect. So Peter is the boyfriend of, mm-hmm. uh, of uh, Jess. Jess Mingo, and yeah. that was just, yeah, I was just like, I don't know. He he seemed like a nice guy to me, just upset about, you know, the what's going on in their relationship. But I never mm-hmm. thought he, he, he would potentially be the, the a killer or something but yeah uh, i'm not sure i <laughs> i think with that one that is where i would go with yeah i mean i'm not sure like, sometimes i'm wondering like the voices that they do whether yeah. that was controlled or yeah. was that something that yeah was it intentional or that was just the nature of like yeah. who this, how this person mm-hmm. uh, communicates um and so in that case like i'm not sure yeah, it kind of puts this flaw in that the boyfriend, like yeah, like that they're the killer. Mm-hmm. Um, but I yeah, I wasn't too like a that was I think the mo- like one of the more effective scenes where yeah. like you think like okay like I'm sure like even though everything logically doesn't connect, yeah. having the voice and then seeing him right mm-hmm. after like it just instantly yeah. like creates that like connection yeah. in your head. Um, but, I don't know. I, I think, like, I think they did a pretty good job of, like, um, portraying, like, a fight mm-hmm. that, that that would occur. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, he's pretty, like, um, he, he's, he's all right in, the, in his responses. He, yeah. Uh, but, like, it's, there is, like, this downtrend of, like, their communication. Like, yeah. where, um, for once the guy is is kind of shown as being a little bit irrational yeah. or, like, uh, uh, being emotional, which I like because yeah. they're playing around with these, like... Uh, gender roles. Yeah, the gender yeah. roles and those dynamics. Mm-hmm. So, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm liking what the movie yeah. does in, the, in those aspects. Um, what did you think of uh, the, the dad? <sighs> the dad, <laughs> I was just like... Who is this man? <laughs> I was just like, what? Because it's all like, like, why did it go to this random scene of a man just standing in front of the school? And I was like, oh yeah, she was supposed to get like picked up or something today. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the dad was like, even though his daughter was missing, I was really, like, kind of spooked by the lack of initiative that he took. Oh, yeah. Because if my daughter was missing, I would mm. do more than what he did. Like, yeah. he was just taking his slow time, and I'm like, come on, she could be dead. Like, yeah. I was just like, come on with the with the speed already. <laughs> um, um, yeah. And then um, I think towards the end when they rescued Jess, Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess he fainted from shock, and I'm like, now yeah. you have a, a normal human reaction to, <laughs> yeah. to something. <laughs> but, yeah, otherwise he's kind of, like, strange. He didn't yeah. say much. No. Uh, yeah, he, just, he was just a strange dad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think. Like, another thing that stuck with me with this movie was Claude. <laughs> The cat. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, which is very connected with, I mean the uh, main uh, Miss uh, Quave. Yeah. Yeah. Like how she's like, oh Claude. Like, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I. I uh, it's silly. Yeah. But it works. Yeah. I I like that cat. Yeah. I have two cats of my own. Mm-hmm. So then there was this one scene when they showed um where I, I guess um, where Claire was when she mm-hmm. was like suffocated to death in a oh, plastic yeah. bag and then the cat jumps on her and starts licking the plastic right now my cat is eating plastic oh, unfortunately yeah. it shouldn't eat plastic but it keeps doing it oh. yeah we, we gotta take her to a vet yeah. so um, but yeah and I was just like my cats would do that too. Like if yeah. I was in this situation, my cats would not call nine one one. They would definitely do that. No, look you. I really like the cat because yeah. yeah, cats um, are awesome. <laughs> yeah, I want cat eventually one day. <laughs> what do you think about um, the ending? It's shocked. Um, the ending is still. I'm like. I'm conflicted about yeah. it. I, I like it because it doesn't really ever give us a complete answer mm-hmm. and seeing us kind of just like, okay, so mm-hmm. it's it. <laughs> yeah. um, But for that same aspect, I like it because there's no finality to it. Like, yeah. you just know that the killer's still out there, yeah. that um, no one noticed. <laughs> No one knows the girl with the plas- the plastic on. It's like she's still in the attic. Oh my god! No one's no one's noticed that she's dead. Why did not Why did they not do a sweep of the house before? I know. Like they had other bodies. How did they miss her? Like yeah, her body all was the kills. her body was actually near Mrs. Mac's body because they yeah. were both killed in the attic. She's what right the, by the window. What the heck? <laughs> <laughs> um, in that way, I'm I I'm still questioning, and but I think for that same reason I like that movie so mm-hmm. much because of just like how it just like yeah. ends and it's like, well, damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How about you? I was like, think? I need a closure because I was very confused. <laughs> yeah. I was like, was it not Peter? And I was, was like, it? did she kill me? Because I was like thinking of so many things in my head, and I was like, what if it wasn't Peter? And just killed Peter because she didn't want to deal with his bullcrapping <laughs> about yeah. what to do with their baby, mm. and so she just optimized this moment to get rid of him yeah. so she can do whatever the hell she wants. <laughs> but then I was just like, but what if he was the killer? <laughs> and mm. and then the, if he really was, it could have set it up a little bit better yeah. because how it was set up at, under his suspicion, it was very hard to put two and two together because there were parts when he was nowhere near the house so how could it be him exactly it was just like yeah like 
there's some movies that does the whole like it's up to you and your mind really well like mm-hmm. um I want to say um us mm. as far as what happens afterwards yeah. and all that or uh, what really happened like it's good but this I was like it's the seventies. I want closure. <laughs> like that was like, I was like, come on, I want my closure. Yeah. Or at least some inkling towards a specific direction. Mm-hmm. But overall, yeah. I was like, there was a moment when I thought, okay, <laughs> I thought the most inconceivable, like, ending mm-hmm. ever, and it was like, Jess is the killer. I was <laughs> just like, it's Jess. Yes, it's, she was on yeah. the phone talking to the killer, but it's her. Yeah. Because, again, like, um, even the police officer was just like, you, we would have never thought that the ki- killer was Peter, mm. even though he was setting it up for yeah. to be Peter. He was like, but she was like, I never would have thought that Jess would kill Peter or the killer. And I was just like, that's true. Mm. I never thought she would be capable of that, too. So maybe it's her. That's, Maybe that's, so, so, so that's, that's but yeah she pre-recorded the mm-hmm. phone call she yeah <laughs> because like yeah no. this is what happens when you let me try to decide the ending yeah. that's why I need closure <laughs> yeah. um would you want to see a sequel oh yeah 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 the sequel would be nice or yeah. I, I'm really interested in seeing one of the remakes. Um, because again, this is my first time seeing it, mm-hmm. the 1974 version, yeah. and even I have not seen the 2000s remake or the 2019 remake. Yeah. So I I do want to see it. Um, mm-hmm. after reading, like some yeah. stuff about the the new one, a lot of people feel disappointed. Mm-hmm. A lot of people felt like um, things are given away. Yeah. You don't have you seen need the trailer? See it? No. Um, I just saw it last Friday. Yeah. Sadly, it was like only three people in the in the theater. Oh wow! Um, but it was I think like at two o'clock on Friday. So, okay. I mean, <laughs> but um, yeah. So I watched the trailer. Um, so it kind of like already spoils things for mm-hmm. me. But they start planting seeds. Like, within, like, the first third... Like, the opening title card and the first third of the movie, you kind of already get an idea already if you have, like... If you go in with that reading of the movie. Um, It's not until, like, maybe midway that you are a a little bit, like, three-quarters of the way where, like, okay, now you know, like, what's the twist of this movie. Yeah, oh, wow. Um... I also kind of left out of it. Like, I have no idea what to make of this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think what's interesting about both of them is, like, this one centers a lot about reproductive rights, mm-hmm. about whether um, the main girl, Jess, has a right to go and, like, have yeah. a baby without the boyfriend's yeah. uh, input because they're just a, they're just dating. They're, yeah. they're not married. Yeah. Uh, they don't... Who knows, mm-hmm. like, what exactly... Plus, she's in college. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if she has a baby right now, you know, it's either going to slow down her way to graduation, she's going to drop out, yeah. or it's just going to be way harder for yeah. her in, the, in any aspect. In the new one, it deals a lot with sexual assault. Mm. And so in that case, I, I really liked it. It's also the first movie uh, of the three to be directed and written by women. So, oh. um, 
there is like certain parts where where I think only a woman would be able to like write it in that mm-hmm. way. Uh, it's also they also make um, uh, it's a little campy, like silly. Uh-huh. But there's a scene, and I don't know because I've never seen and anyone put a pad on. <laughs> but they do it so so like nonchalant like oh here's a pad and she like just unzips her pants and just stuffs it right in and it's oh like God. is it is it that easy <laughs> <laughs> it's like is this like pro status oh or is this God. like normal <laughs> oh. um and so like it was just done like oh this is normal so like <laughs> i get the point of it but like the way it was shot is like huh okay yeah. <laughs> um so like there's like scenes like that, um, definitely I think uh, it it does bring a lot of like uh, it brings race into it mm-hmm. and also like the the diversity of the cast is like way okay. larger. Okay. Uh, you actually get a little bit of like because uh, now it introduces a fraternity oh, okay. and like you know like aspects of mm-hmm. frat culture. Mm-hmm. It's that's actually pretty, pretty. Re- uh, More intense rape to culture. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. that's, that, that's actually a really good approach to this. Yeah. So now, I, I like their approach. Yeah. I need. I want to rewatch it with a group. Yeah. Or like at least in a theater where it's like at least half the half of it's filled, so I can get a, an idea of like how people are reacting. Yeah. Because like that's another thing. Like I remember going to the paranormal activity movies, mm-hmm. and it was like being at a concert where mm-hmm. people would interact and laugh and mm-hmm. everything. People would talk and like, for some movies, I want my silence. Yeah. This one, I wanted like, I wanted cheers. Yeah. I wanted people reacting, oh. and I didn't get that in the theater because there's only three of us. Yeah. <laughs> I might actually go and 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 check it out. Definitely, but I, I, I did have. Worth a shot. I have one question. Um, how how essential is the whole phone call stalking moaning thing is in the in this region? the moaning okay so there is no phone calls okay. there's no moaning instead it's text messages oh um and in this way it also kind of delves into like the stalkerish yeah uh part of it mm-hmm. um yeah it does it does things pretty well and all, yeah. I see the writing. Uh, it's it's all over the place. Like yeah. there's some aspects of the writing where like, damn, you you yeah. like she she she, she like she's, the, really she's on her feminism yeah. like, um, um, <laughs> we call it reading. Like they 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 take a, a input from like a diversity of mm-hmm. of, of of viewpoints. Oh. But there's other times where like the the writing is like hmm, you could have probably been worded a little bit differently yeah. but I don't know that, that might add to like the laughter and the campiness of the movie uh, so yeah I definitely would suggest okay. that you watch it give it a shot I know I'm gonna get it either way and then just like like I'm gonna invite people to okay. just watch it because I want to have that like group experience and see like how people act but either way the issues that it deals with it, they're important yeah no matter what, like, mm-hmm. you say about this movie, whether mm-hmm. it was filmed right or the script or whatever, mm-hmm. these issues, it's, like, should be talked about, yeah. yeah. At least there was a kind of meaning to it. So mm-hmm. that's what I really liked about it. Yeah. Did a lot of commentary about stalking, issues for women, mm-hmm. but also um, issues for mental illness. Yeah. As well as, I 
who we often suspect to be the person capable of doing such actions. Yeah. And usually, based off of what I see in television and on the news, that most of the people who commit a lot of these heinous crimes, a lot of them don't have, you know, mental illness. Mm -hmm. They're just everyday people. Mm-hmm. And that's really what makes it scary. Yeah, that's like another thing. Like people yeah, don't really make scary. crime like cr- there's opportunistic crimes, mm-hmm. and so like it's more about the if there's an opportunity if the opportunity presents itself, that's when things happen. Yeah. And I think that's also the same thing that people don't realize with like rape. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Sometimes it's planned. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's also like, oh shoot. We're in a situation where I there's this person that you might be attracted to, and now's an opportunity for you that to do something. So yeah. like that's another aspect of that I don't think really gets talked about. Like it's that's very true. like predatory. Sometimes it's also like people just take advantage yeah. when they can, mm-hmm. and it's not exactly something where like people are trying to drug you or make you drunk. It's just circumstances, yeah. and that's scarier. Yeah. It's really people. People are scary. One aspect that I think that I also like that we haven't touched upon is also that's also like I guess something for like women. The fact that none of the police <laughs> believe them. Yeah. They and that's and that's something that I can thankfully say that the remake still does. Oh. Uh where wow. yeah, the the men don't uh value women's voices and yeah. their opinions. Uh with the dad it's like Oh, this girl's missing. Yeah. She's probably at her boyfriend's place. Yeah. Oh, the boyfriend's not there. Oh, well, maybe something else happens. <laughs> like, they'll come up with any way to not do, like... It, it literally, <laughs> the search party for to search for um, a teenage girl who went missing around the same time. Yeah. And um, Claire was really started by um, one of the other sorority girls' boyfriends. Mm-hmm. If he didn't go into the police station as passionate and as outraged as he did, yeah. I highly doubt that anything w- would have happened. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I agree. Yeah. yeah, like you have to have some male presence yeah. in mm-hmm. order for your to voice like to validate. Be mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was really, it was really interesting to see that perspective. Yeah. So yeah, in that way, like I don't think it's like perpetuating like more mm-hmm. of it. It's just like. It's done. I'm not sure. Like I, 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 I like it that where like you notice it. Like yeah, they they do it enough times where it doesn't feel like it's over yeah. overdone, but they do it enough times where you see like oh this is a problem. Yeah. Like this is something that usually like it's either one time and like oh well that might just be like a uh, the circumstance of that just one yeah. situation, but they do it multiple times yeah. with multiple women. Yeah, where it's like. and that's when one of the the lead lieutenants had to get in Mm because even he himself was seeing things how things are playing out within his own police department it's like well I guess I gotta do something about it and I'm like really now (laughs) it's just like he's like you should have done it when they first presented it to you you know yeah but yeah uh, yeah, uh, I I I like this movie. It's that see. cultural revolution right there. Yeah. Like all that feminism, uh, the about fellatio. Yeah, fellatio, <laughs> the exchange. <laughs> it means exchange. that part was so funny when like, he honestly didn't even know what that meant. Yeah, he's like, it's the new exchange. He's like, oh really? <laughs> like, but yeah, like, how do you spell that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And then, again, you know, the 70s is when you started seeing a lot of people even backlashing against police departments. Mm -hmm. Um, This is when, um, I think in the 70s, Los Angeles Police Department, um, the current chief at the time, he was specifically recruiting from, um, like, uh, people who were formerly uh, U.S. veterans in the South and as well as uh, white supremacists in the South. And that's what composed most of, like, LAPD here from the 70s. And you still see, like, the remnants occurring in the legacies today. But even then, people had a backlash against the authority. This movie was a straight commentary about really the cultural revolution taking place, Mm -hmm. you know. know, So I, I really liked that. Yeah, because you don't see that in the. For me, I haven't watched every slasher movie in the seventies. Yeah. But some of the other slasher movies in the seventies, they're not responding to those things no, as yeah. much as this one is. It's kind of mm-hmm. like with uh, we call it. They use a slasher, or like it's within mm-hmm. a genre back then. They mm-hmm. just use this type of story to 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 make a point and mm-hmm. to and and to say something about it. But like eventually, like with Halloween, it just became the fad. Yeah. It, like you know, like after that, it was like, oh, there's no commentary. Let's yeah. just go and have mm-hmm. these killers. Like let's people just want to see people getting yeah. killed. Um, if you do also watch the 2006, I heard that there's a lot of blood in it, so mm-hmm. it'll, it'll it'll give you your gory. The 2000s is uh, where yeah. all the gore is. If I'm being yeah. honest, is <laughs> where all the gore is. Um, <laughs> but did you have any like other things that you liked or noticed or? Um before we close things up or I really love that cat that's all I really want to say that cat was so cute I do I there's not as much cat in the remake yeah (laughs) but but you still get little moments Mm. with the cats I want to know if there is um uh, a Miss Mac so some type of larger motherly figure to the the girls in the sorority Mm. no Cause in in this in the two in the nineteen seventies version, I feel like Mrs. Matt Rowe is more just a, like a, like a mother figure, mm-hmm. uh, someone to watch and attend these girls. You know yeah. how you said first time away from their home space, yeah. but I'm wondering how that would come off in um, like maybe the twenty nineteens. Um, yeah. So that when I think about um, a motherly figure in a sorority, I just think about wealth. So um, a lot of sororities and fraternities, they do accumulate enough money um, or together uh, collectively to like hire people to professionally clean like every day, once a week, or professionally cook, at least in my experience in undergrad. Damn. Yeah, so okay. that's why I was just like, it, it would be, it would be looked upon <laughs> so much differently now. It's um, different. Yeah. <laughs> so I never got that aspect of it. Yeah, you do like, definitely see like some differences mm-hmm. of like the sorority girls because of whether they're class or race. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for the most part, yeah, there's no like RA yeah. rhythm or yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I think for that one, you you do. I'm trying to think, like, were there any power dynamics amongst the girls? Uh, aside mm. from, like, maybe the town and the state, or, like, some, like, um, some struggles between them? Yeah, I want to say um, Barb, uh, who was the one who was brutally killed with, like, an ice yeah. pick. She tended to dominate. Yeah, she did. Um, okay, and remember, she yeah. would uh, speak down to a lot of people, like her yeah. friend Phil mm-hmm. uh, with a curly afro-ish. Yeah. Um, and then... 
Yeah, mostly mostly just with with Phil, Claire didn't she wasn't there because she was yeah. the first to die. Yeah. Um, and then there's that other girl, um, Jess, the main girl. Um, you really don't see her interact that much mm-hmm. with Barb, but yeah. Barb tend to like dominate a lot of discussions. Mm-hmm. Um. Her personality was pretty dominating. Gotcha. Um, she would call people a professional virgin yeah. at the beginning. Oh, yeah. And yeah, all yeah, these yeah. things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So she was like the outlier yeah. of the group. Mm-hmm. Um, in the remake, it, there are some like, you definitely know mm-hmm. like there's a leader of the yeah. group. And then people are outcasts, but in different ways. Mm-hmm. It's not like, it's more because, it's not because of the character, but more because their ideology yeah. or like what they what they mm. what they believe in um which plays pretty interestingly mm-hmm. but yeah definitely recommend it yeah. um yeah i think we've said what we could about the mm-hmm. movie uh but i was gonna ask, have you seen any recent horror movie any movies recently i know it's been finals like yeah. time and work and stuff like that but I've gotten into sci-fi recently. Oh, yeah? So I started um, watching the 1960 version of Star Trek. Okay. And it's a good time. It's a good way to kill time because each episode is like 50 minutes <sighs> per episode. And I was just like, wow, this is a lot. I yeah. actually really like it. Yeah. Um, everyone's telling me that the next generation is better. That's the one with, um, I guess, the, the guy who put plays Professor X in a wheelchair Ooh, from X-Men. Shoot, I forgot. I forgot Patrick Stewart. Yeah, yeah. They're just like, yeah, so that one's better. People like this one better. And I was like, I legit like the 1960 version. Like, I find nothing wrong with it. Mm. Maybe because of my own like biases and stuff like that. Uh, like my dad grew up uh, watching uh, Twilight Zone. Mm-hmm. So that's how I got into Twilight Zone. Oh, okay. And so, um, yeah. I, I lost my dad this summer, so I've been, like, trying to find ways to, like, not, like, reconnect, but, like, how do I embody, you know, his spirit and my interest? So I'm like, you know what? This the this series came out around the same time as, like, Twilight Zone. Yeah. So my dad introduced me to Twilight Zone, so I'm going to check out Star Trek, and I actually really like it, like, a lot. I'm obsessed. I'm a, like I started Thanksgiving week. Yeah. I'm already halfway through season two. Like in this fifty minutes an episode, seventy nine episodes total. Like oh, I really like, like yeah. I really I really love this. Um I'm interested in doing or watching Parasite, which is uh the Korean film. Mm-hmm. I was told it's a horror that's movie horror film adjacent. that's yeah. um has been nominated for uh yeah. I think the Golden Globes or something or one of those award award shows. I watched it mm-hmm. like back in I feel like was it uh, Fall Break? Yeah. Uh, it's really good. Yeah. It's definitely about class. Yeah. You get a lot, and you're getting a lot of like political messages mm-hmm. in, in movies. Yeah. Not just like horror. Yeah. Because you, us Black Christmas, mm-hmm. um, Parasite, mm-hmm. uh, Joker, mm-hmm. like they all are have have something politically yeah. to say. Uh, but it's starting to it's like even the comedies too. Yeah. Like you're starting to get like some political comedies. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. So I think yeah, definitely I would yeah. recommend Parasite. Oh, but you live all the way in uh, shoot. Cause I was yeah, that's say, what I was like. Yeah. I live very far from campus, <clears throat> and so there's nothing good 
Like, a lot yeah. of the indies or the selected movie theaters, yeah. like, 40 miles away from me. And I was like, well, oh, damn it. I think January, the Frida's going to have it. It's in Santa Ooh. Ana. So maybe possibly we can catch Parasite? a... Parasite? Yeah. Oh, we, heck yeah. Maybe Let's we can catch a, a show. Mm-hmm. If not, I mean, the DVD should be coming out in, like, February oh. or something. So if you can <laughs> wait two more months. <laughs> there's yeah. this, um... There's this, um... Thing I, I wanted to, uh, recommend... It's by, um, I think his name is, um, he's an anime or like a, um, a manga artist known for horror. Um, oh, yes, I know who you're talking about. Um, I'm trying to pull up. Yeah, I'm trying to. Um, that would definitely be somebody that would like to cover. It'd probably be like a YouTube video oh, yeah. or something, yeah, so, so you can show. Yeah, so I'm like interested in like. Junji Ito. Um, yeah, yeah, I think he has a a new series that just came out. It's called uh, No Longer Alive or something. Um, so I I want to check that out. It's a yeah. manga series. But actually, I want to propose maybe next semester. Mm-hmm. You know, hopefully, if the shows you know continues, yeah. maybe we can do uh, a film. Um, not in the U.S. So you can talk about maybe a horror film mm-hmm. in a different country. Definitely. That'd be cool. Um, there is a lot of mm-hmm. uh, foreign horror. I mean, mm-hmm. I covered Dark Water, yeah. I think. Uh, there was Tomb Bad. Uh, mm-hmm. It's an Indian. If you have Amazon Prime, definitely. Oh, I would nice. watch it. It is, it's kind of like, it has that epicness mm-hmm. of like the It movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, that one's also has a message about greed. Mm-hmm. Um, Parasite would be nice mm-hmm. to cover next semester. Uh, there's a lot of yeah. uh, foreign horror movies yeah. that we can get into. Because I, I was just thinking about it out the other day. I need to get out of my Eurocentric bubble. You know I'm an American. Yeah. <laughs> I need to get out of my American-centric bubble when it comes to, to horror movies. And sadly, the recording got cut off. But we did discuss a couple, and that would probably be something I would like to focus on next semester. I do want to go and thank Elena one more time for being my last guest for the semester. I do plan to record, hopefully uh, less periodically, but um, during this break, and if I get re-hired re-accepted as a Titan Radio DJ, then I will continue my show with a bit more structure and uh, themed elements for the movies, and hopefully I will also have covered or watched way more movies so I can have an idea. But yes, um, you can look forward to me writing more reviews and talking about some horror movies in the next couple of weeks, and um, thank you for anyone who's listening. Anyone who has listened in the past, uh, this is just my outlet to be able to voice my opinion and share my love for horror and hopefully maybe introduce some people to horror movies that they haven't heard of. Um, Thank you for listening and um, yeah, Um, happy holidays, happy new year. Um, We're off to uh, 2020 with a lot of good movies looking forward to watching Candyman remake the um, remake of the craft antebellum Halloween kills um, 
there's going to be a couple of movies to look forward to. Anyways, I'm going to be signing off, and thank you for listening to The Descent.